Hey. Mm, it's been a minute. This that second birthday shit. Hey. This that this that hot girl shit. Mm, this that um Vanessa nigga shit. Oh. You know they've been begging for a freestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like to introduce y'all to a girl by the name of Sabria, aka Frank and Fem. Call her what you like. Uh. Uh-huh. Mm. What? What? I know these niggas ain't shit, but I'ma keep fucking them. I hate these niggas, so I'ma keep ducking them. Wow. Uh. What else? Should I go? Yeah, I'm pissed to see you. Uh. I got nothing else to do. Uh. Mm. Look, man. Hey, they been bringing, begging for this freestyle. So we hit him up brunch style. Oh! I used to fuck a nigga named Kyle. <laughs> I hit that nigga with a towel. Uh. I hit that nigga with an owl. Oh! Like I'm walking down shop right. Uh. But he ain't wanna shop right. Uh. Cause he ain't have his money right. We broke. So I'ma get his nigga right. Uh. And I'm a fucking brother, right? Ooh. And we gonna fly a kite, right? Uh. After we take a hike, hike. Uh. He gonna have to take a hike, hike. Mmm. He gonna have to ride his bike, bike. Ooh. I wish that nigga might, might. Uh. And I'ma have to night, night. Wow. Uh. Kill wow. Him. Uh. Man. What else you uh. got to say? Okay, okay. I know it's around 10. I'ma start fucking his friend. Oh. And I'ma fuck on his daddy, too. Damn. Uh, one, uh, that's two. Now he crying. <laughs> when? He mad as shit. I ain't even let that nigga hit. Why uh. He mad? Cause he a bitch. Ooh. I'ma be all up in this shit. Uh, I need my nails done, nigga. I need my feet done, nigga. Where that money at, nigga? <laughs> I'ma have to pull the trigger. Hey, mm. hey. Mm. She mm. gon' have to pull the trigger. Ooh. Rap City like Tigger. Oh! We hit him like Tigger. We need a poop tigger. Ow. But I'm more like Eeyore. Ah. Because I be sad as shit sometimes. That's why I listen to Igor. Ooh. Because I be sad as shit sometimes. Oh. But I take my medicine. Oh. Every single night, right? Uh. And every single day, okay? Oh, I be taking my birth control. <laughs> oh, cause I don't got no payday. Hey, <laughs> I ain't talking about no chocolate bar. Mmm, unless you talking about little baby. Oh, cause that's my boo. Okay, and I ain't trying to act crazy. Oh, wow, 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 effortless. Sorry, that felt good. <laughs> that did. We should like freestyle <laughs> way more often. We should. But we did it for y'all because we have had multiple people telling us that we should freestyle again. That shit flames, period. I mean, I, we didn't even try. We wrote nothing down and fucked it up. Straight off the motherfucking dome. 
Damn, I can't wait till we can get sound effects because an explosion, explosion sound. Eric could do that. He going to at some point. <laughs> he said, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, two years of brunch, bitches. Yes, happy birthday to you. Mm, 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 you know what's always mm, funny? What? When white people come to the function and you break that one out instead of that, and they were like, whoa, they were like, whoa. They were like, oh my God, so much soul. If it's your birthday, make some noise. If it's your birthday, make <laughs> It's our brunch anniversary. Do you know what the other day was? It was a brunch anniversary. Raphael Sadiq was. That was him, right? And Tony, Tony, Tony? Yeah. Okay, cool. When niggas sing like that. I really could sing like that. A lot of people, it's like. Adele and Raphael Sadiq. I feel like I can sing like you that. You definitely can. People I just know. don't know your power. But I you know. can. But you know what? I should have just came into the game pretending like I wasn't joking singing like that. And I would be you famous You still by could do it. No, because I've already talked about it and said that. Just put a- on a wig. True. Put on a wig and dark glasses. Her. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of her, it was like, it me. You know, the emancipation <laughs> of uh, Mimi. The reinvention of Iman. <laughs> Bootleg. <laughs> I know. I literally be the same cover. It'd be me in a dress with a blonde wig on. It's like you literally sold her magazine cover, but I mean her album cover. But anyway, y'all, thanks for rocking with us for two years. This week, um, because of our little brunch anniversary, our Faye Four. Oh, also, sorry for coming to you guys one day late. You know how work be. But you know, we said mm-hmm. we were gonna have something extra special, and we did. We had a freestyle that was special. I can't wait to hear that shit play back tomorrow. Like, I know. run that shit back. I run that hope, shit the fuck back. I just hope my headphones don't get caught on fire because that shit really was flames. Shit was flames. Okay. Wow. But um, yeah. So this week for our fave for we're gonna do our four favorite black girl brunch moments. Just a little recap. You first. So. One of my favorite moments is when me and Iman were talking like, um, we were talking like the queen and, and Terrence and stuff like that. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Because I feel like that went on for way too long. <laughs> that is on my list. That is Because we was going in. <laughs> no, that was so fucking we was going like oh, we got going. we both got into character and also I like that moment because that's how we joke in general that's, that's really how we how joke we off the mic that's really how we be mm-hmm. okay so um, another favorite moment I'm sorry Iman but being able to meet a Black Girl Brunch listener that was so fucking iconic <laughs> Iman I'm sorry like I'm so, like that's just so crazy okay your ego aside Iman I know it's hard for Leo but all that aside, that fact that I went to fucking Canada and met somebody that knew me because of this fucking podcast is fucking beyond me. Yeah, sounds cool. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> that's, it's really amazing. I'm putting the petty aside for your moment. Thank you. But yeah. that's crazy, though. But just knew of you, too. Like, we FaceTimed you in the car. Like, that's so crazy. It is. It that is. our podcast. And, like, I, like, so with, since me and Iman are, like, very friendly bitches, 
I'm just thinking about when we get bigger and we like meet some people that like when we can't be friends with them, that's gonna be like, damn, that's kind of like gonna hurt because I don't know how people do. Because I'd be like, oh, I just want to be friends, like, hey, with everybody, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, we, (laughs) but like sometimes you can't be friends with people because they be like, they be outside of your fucking window, they're not always. The truth is, you may not like everybody, but we love Cozy Girlfriend. We love her, Queen. But um, another favorite moment is we finally got noticed by the Queen herself, Emo Black Thought, on Twitter. Um, That was iconic. When she followed the Black Girl Brunch page and then she followed me, I was like, what the hell? That is so crazy because I'm like, I'm like, she's the one. She's always uplifting people mm-hmm. and like, you know, being like, you know, since I have a lot of followers, let me like boost, you know, people who might not have. She's such a positive. And like, I agree you know, with every single thing And she I says. agree with her. Um, and she like, you know, you don't know too much about her, but she's still like, you know, that bitch. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I think sometimes it's hard to create a persona for who we thought we would reach out to because since we started this, like, there's a lot of people that I wouldn't have expected them to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, black women mm-hmm. were who we thought were going to be, like, our, um, our like, person. However, there are people, all, our listeners look so different. And I, when I look at Emo Black Thought, I'm like, that's who I, preci- this is who I envision. Mm-hmm. Like, the style of our listener being just this Same. really, really weird, woke black women. Mm-hmm. Like, love it. And okay, another my last one is um having something to look forward to. It's something to look forward to. That makes me actually kind of emotional. And it's something because I'm like because like ever since like graduating like yeah. school, I feel I'm like what am I doing? Like I have nothing to look forward to. I'm not doing anything in my you know my career. Like I'm working this job that is like redacted, and I just was like you know. I am just, like, worn. I'm like, this is something to look forward to. It makes me feel like, okay, this is something that I'm doing. And also, I'm very fortunate, the fact that I have, like, you as a co-host. Because everybody, I'm like, some people have fucking flops as co-hosts. Like, some people cannot depend on people. And it's just like, that shit is scary. Like, that shit wicked out here. First of all, that literally makes me feel misty. Like, I am having a hard time talking right now. But I do agree with you because I was very existentially depressed after college. Like, mm-hmm. just feeling like I couldn't understand. Like, this is it. Like, I go to work and then mm-hmm. I come home. And I realize we're the type of people that we need projects. And we try to hop on board, you know, of these major, like, networks mm-hmm. and hop on what they were doing. It became very apparent that we have to start our own thing. And I was just happy because for years we talked about it. And now that we got the ball rolling, it's like you said, like, I can't imagine us just not doing this every week tired mm-hmm. or not i just really love it so having something to look forward to is absolutely my favorite moment too like i'm just gonna steal that from you but um my official number one would have to be creating the t-shirts and like working with like elena to just really really create yes. it. the whole process from start to finish was fantastic and i like, love that and the fact that I was able to, uh, we were able to, like, uh, employ, so to speak, somebody that I went to school with. Because that's literally my dream. To put on that everybody is my dream. we know, a black woman. And I just really, really like her working style. And I feel like, you know, 
we not just in it for people to support us. It felt good supporting someone who supports us. And I hope to do that with so many other people that like listen to us because I know like as we're growing, they're also growing and I'm just watching everybody create these projects. And I just love that. It it came full circle. And the t-shirts is just something that I was really, really proud of. It's something we created collectively, all three of us from start to finish. And also, that little Instagram live show we did recently, <laughs> I mean, it was like not even anything super duper official, but it was so fun and so natural to just get on Instagram. We were both in my room, mm-hmm. my, at my mom's house, literally just kicking and screaming. It was just fun, and I look forward to doing that more because we want to like do more on camera stuff. It's just so tiring, like, but really we definitely is. want to do it. Next was us, Ari Lennox liking our uh, Instagram posts because like... I don't know where it came from. Like, yeah. Ari Lennox just liked one of our posts, and it's just a reminder, like, yo, keep going. Like, keep going. People will actually notice and see mm-hmm. the type of woman that you want, the type of person mm-hmm. that you want to see absolutely will see it. And fourth was when you uh, confused. Fucking, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I was about to call him Jermaine. Uh, <laughs> Jay Holiday. No, <laughs> you're still getting it wrong. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't think of his name now. Who was Tiana Taylor on tour with? Jeremiah. Oh, Jeremiah. Damn. With, with, with Obama. <laughs> she com- you confused him with Jaheem and then Jay Holiday. <laughs> and when you were trying to explain it, you're going to talk to the guy who's saying, better put that woman first. Like that old ass song. What? That shit really. I think that was the hardest. Wait, I've please, Rex. Air. I know you hate us, but can you please send me that video? Oh yes, please, send us Rex. that video. Please. Rex. <laughs> and can you do it without like no smart talking? Please, yes. either give us a video or just don't. But I don't want to hear no shit. Call us a bird, whatever. Like just. Can we have the video? We're that asking. Video. We're humbling ourselves. Can you send me or Sabrina? That video? shit was. Oh, that, that was really, really hilarious. Like, ugh. All right. Uh, send it. Oh, when you send it, can you send it to the Black Girl Brunch email so we could download it? Oh, uh, you asking for a lot. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's gonna be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time to toast for a sis. Um, I just we just want to toast. Uh, well, actually, give a shout out to my cousin Tristan for sending this to the Black shout Girl Brunch Tristan. Twitter. Slim Goody, <laughs> a, a slim snack. Been a been a supporter from jump. Um, but yes, Tristan sent us uh, this story. Uh, actually, the Twitter account of Ruha Haghar. Okay, so she's an Iranian teenager who who was about named the valedictorian of her school. So she earned the right to make a speech, and she pretty much told them that she was going to mention Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice in the speech. And the teachers, the principal, everyone urged her not to, but she consciously made a decision to mention them in her speech anyway because she she felt like if the parents of these of these young men can go every day without their child. The people in the audience should be able to sit through that moment of discomfort because mm-hmm. her whole point is that their name should not be forgotten. And her mic was turned off in the middle of her speech. She worked for that speech, and she was silenced by a black man because she she said names of young men who have died Mm -hmm. who have died so i just want to give a shout out to her for being a phenomenal ally for you know having her moment of shine taken away and it it, it bought even 
it brought it to even bigger attention. Exactly, and I feel like that's what a like a, a ally is supposed to look like. You're supposed to risk certain things and you know do it without feeling like oh I need a pet on my back. Exactly, and she knew she consciously decided I'm gonna say this anyway, and she got her mic turned off. But here's the real gag. Let's just say the the mic didn't get turned off, right? She probably would have reached but about 500 people in the audience, 200 students. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people in the class, how many parents were there, but. Because that happened, I'm looking down and I see the video is at 1.7 million views. So how about that, dickhead? You can silence the mic, but you really can't silence the movement. So shout out to her for just, you know, saying what needed to be said. Also, we want to give prayers to um to Sudan and like we really try not to talk about certain things because they're so devastating, they're mm-hmm. so intense, and it's just like we don't even know where to begin. Yeah. But we we just couldn't let the show go without talking about um what's going on in Sudan and just shaming the media for not covering it. Because it's crazy because they really was like so hype on the hunchback of Notre Dame and nobody was in that fucking building. People was crying for it, and then now this, nobody talk about it. Like, people are absolutely getting raped and, like, uh, killed. And it's just, like, you would think something like that everyone would be talking about. But, no, it's not happening. So we just wanted to give a little prayer to uh, Sudan. Mm -hmm. All right? All right, so now we're going to move on into tea time. Right? DJ Khaled, man. He is just a fucking... This is sad. Like, this is really sad. Like, you little nasty bitch. So, DJ Khaled is known for his positivity. He's known for being but hilarious. that's what we get for trusting a Sagittarius man. Oh, my God. No, that's what we get for trusting a man who said he don't eat the box. Wow, that's wild. He really don't eat the cootie cat. Any man who don't eat coochie for breakfast, lunch, and dinner is not to be trusted and is a selfish, mean, mean, mean person. Yeah, you have to eat the cootie cat. It's not right. Like like I said, I bet you you want somebody to go down on your flabby ass, so why don't you go down Period. on your... Period. I'll suck a dick. A mean one. But you're not... Period. You, I, it's just not an option to not give a woman head. Exactly. I don't care how rich you are. Like, or any cootie cat. Yeah. Get, get down there and do what needs to be exactly. done. Exactly. Why so, would you not? That's the thing. It's like you making it like it's dirty or something like that. Yeah. I like, eat my wife pretty good. I, oh, I I'll eat anybody's, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I just got way too excited. Um, Yeah. So DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really went too intense. I thought I'll eat anybody's, but no. Um, Happy Pride, but um, <laughs> DJ Khaled he recently released the album. What was the name of that song? The story Father of Asi- Father of Aside. Oh. We fucking get it. You got a son. His name Aside. And you we love fucking him. know. And you and love him. You love him. Un- love him unconditional. Love him. I love him too. But exactly, like, adorable kid. But come the fuck on. Like let's just. What the fuck do the music got to do with Aside? <laughs> Leave the kid alone. Leave him alone. Stop picking with him. And uh, stop capitalizing off. Of stop him. picking with him. Stop capitalizing off him. Leave the fucking kid alone. So the song was a mega mix of everyone who's hot in hip hop on one track. That's and what I'm all sorry, his stuff is. And I haven't listened to it. I, I'm beyond. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Like I had no interest. But when I heard people streaming, I, I remember that precise week. Uh, his his album. Igor and Fever were neck and neck, one, two, three, in that order. And I'm like, yo, Meg is, Meg, Meg is lucky she dropped on the same weekend as Meg, as uh, Tyler 
in DJ Khaled because she would have had this number one. It had, but I don't think she give a fuck. She's just happy to be in the she charts. Don't, and honestly, she should have been number one, period. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, she she dropped with two people who had some skin in the game for way longer than her. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, damn, next weekend, you or the weekend before, you would have had that number one album. You of definitely would have. But she don't give a fuck because she knows she a hot girl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, DJ Khaled is mad because Igor uh, won number one on Billboard. And so he went on a whole hissy fit. And it's just such a turn off to hear somebody like, positivity, positivity, radiate positivity, go into a whole pissy bitch fit because his album is a number one towards Tyler, the creator of all people. And he's pretty much saying the same thing that Nicki Minaj said with Travis Scott, like uh, merch should not be included, right? And we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like whatever the billboard wants to make their rules is what the fuck they're going to make their rules. Like, yeah. If somebody beat me and I was number two, I just wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, oh, congrats to you. Let's also make that, some music together. Like, I feel like, honestly, all I would care about is it reaching my fan base. Like, yeah. that's what I care about. I don't give a fuck about I know that's the Tyler's creator definitely didn't care. I'm going to tell you that right now. He Every time he pushed it out, he always say, I do not care. Like, I do my best. This is my diary. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But that's the best part about the music is that people fuck with you because they choose to, not because they're forced to. But anyway, um, he gets in the video and he starts saying that, you know, his music is good. It ain't that mysterious shit. Of course, like Shaden and Tyler, the creator and Tyler, the creator shaded him right back. Somebody said, wow, you're doing pretty good for some mysterious shit. And he said, yeah, I am Igor out now. I just think that's so funny. Like, and it's, it's a reminder to me because I, I definitely think what we do is like more along the Tyler, the creators than yeah. it would ever be a DJ Khaled. That type of person, they don't fuck with anybody alternative. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to uplift them up unless they're willing to play second. Exactly. And also, like, DJ like, what? You're not even a real... All you do is get, like, the most popular people together and, like, replay it over, like, some old school shit that we've heard before. And like this girl said on Twitter, uh, DJ Khaled's album is like when someone has a trash-ass outfit, <laughs> but every piece is designer, so they think it's fire. That's hey. exactly what this is. It is. Just because you have Future and Cardi B and whoever else is the fuck hot on your album doesn't mean you did anything, like, exceptional. And also, like, I used to hate DJ Khaled until he started being funny on Snapchat. Exactly. But now I know, I'm like, now he seemed like a big meanie. I know, he just had a fit. piggy. Yeah, so now apparently Billboard is uh, willing to, like, I don't know, renegotiate That's their standards. That's and not I, fair. now that's making me mad because, like, listen, I didn't, I didn't agree when Nicki Minaj flipped out, and now I don't agree when he did. But I'm like, if you were going to change your rules for anybody, why wasn't it when she said it back in the summer? Exactly, selling fucking T-shirts. Well, yeah, like I, like I said, I don't know. This is still somewhat alleged but I know he was threatening to sue them and I'm just like yo what is it with y'all in these like number one spots especially it's always funny Illuminati because (laughs) it's funny because the person that they were running up against like Travis Scott and Tyler Creator they don't give a fuck I I feel like they don't care and I think that's what's making them matter is that they don't care That's what you think it is? 
I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he was happy because he was number one. That's what a lot of people... It's like so a lot too. of people happy as long as they winning. But you got to see their real character when they not winning. It's like, well, damn. Now we see how you are when you... And it's not like he losing. He's just number two. Number two to someone else who's really fucking talented. Ugh. Put some respect on Tyler, the creator's name. That's all I, I got to say. You fucking round bitch. Wow. So now the boondocks is coming back. I am so excited for this. It's probably going to be funny as shit. It's, it's, not, it's such a great time. And Trump's America. Like, imagine <laughs> what they would do with Trump, that little bitch that be carrying the, the rifle around campus. Tommy Lauren, oh, it's like so many people, or like this tw- when Twenty One Savage, like oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just so mem- so much so, on on in pop culture. Twenty One, Twenty One, it's so much going on in pop culture th- that needs something like the Boondocks to really, really, really make. It all looks stupid. Yes, and also, like, I just think it's so funny when people be like, yeah, y'all too sensitive, y'all too sensitive. <laughs> Riley gonna have y'all and y'all feelings. It's no, like, it's like... Do you understand that they use a fucking child to show you exactly how stupid and ridiculous the thoughts are? And y'all, y'all, like, I, it just kills me that people don't know that, that that's what was happening. And like Crystal said on the read, also Riley was a child. Like, yeah. So that's the most genius part about the and Boondocks. Like, y'all fucking agree with a child? Yeah, like the most genius part about the Boondocks is having a child say all the problematic shit, having his plans go completely down the drain each time, <laughs> and his brother kind of being the more insightful one. And we decide, like, as the viewer, it's clear that, damn, what's the older brother name? Is it Huey? Huey. Yeah. Letting Huey be the voice of reason. Letting Riley be the most outrageous perspective. And letting the grandpa kind of somewhat be in the middle. Like, it's outstanding to me that people don't understand that Riley was off the hinges and problematic. And all y'all Just to show Ruckus. you how fucking ridiculous you are. Oh, y'all Uncle Ruckus. Oh, hey. yes. Oh, God. I can't wait for Uncle Ruckus. Ugh. Uncle Ruckus is my favorite thing to call people. Like, Uncle Tom <laughs> is, like, what I call you when you, like, kind of white. Well, Uncle Ruckus is Uncle Ruckus, gone. that's, that's like me kind of calling you a nigger. <laughs> Hard E-R. E-R. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for it to be big. We are not too sensitive for it. We are not. No. Okay. So, y'all, Rihanna is in love. And I'm sorry, that's the only woman who can make not me you. feel in love. Not you. <laughs> Sabrina, what's wrong with her being in love? Hot girl summer is over. Nobody, I feel like that girl, city girl. Like, Rihanna never said it was a hot girl summer. She didn't. Um, but I thought she was going to be mysterious and like single her whole life. No, that sounds terrible. Oh. <laughs> no, she's in love. Well, Tracy Ellis Ross, well, we don't even know. She's she not in love. It's only cool to, to be single when you're not in love. <laughs> If you are in love, then it's cool to be in a relationship. I'm in love with every rapper. I feel like as a woman who wants to own 12,000 businesses and projects like Rihanna, it it really inspires me when women like her. And she got, she said, ain't no dick like millionaire dick. Period. Go, don't, and like, don't, don't feel like because you're a musician, you have to date a musician because there's not a musician in the game that's on Rihanna's level. It's Mm-mm. just not. Mm-hmm. It's not one single musician. Where the fuck did she find that nigga? He probably found 
her. Oh, absolutely. God. He said, I want her. I want that. That's crazy. Like That's what I want. I just want an unknown millionaire. Like, that. I mean, I, some... <laughs> wow, I'm getting tongue-tied. Like, I feel like... Every, it's shit. like that's what everybody wants. No, that's not true. Some of these bitches love the spotlight. I don't. I'm quiet and I'm obedient. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like the spotlight like that. I, I like don't. to listen. If I'm gonna have the spotlight, it has to be a spotlight I created myself. I don't. I don't want nobody else. Yeah, and I just like, leftover spotlight. And I love how you can only like she was like then in an interview she said something like check the tabloids or something. <laughs> yeah, they no they said who you're in a relationship with. She said Google it. Oh. <laughs> So she was saying how, you know, first of all, she spoke a lot about God and happiness in this, which I love when Rihanna talks about she God. she gone. <laughs> she in a relationship. She said, fuck y'all bitter ass bitches. No, but she wasn't talking about God in her relationship. She was talking about God in her life and feeling like God she is disappointed is. in her and stuff like that. And she was saying, well, she said she, at some point she felt like God might have been disappointed in her because of how far away from him mm-hmm. she was. That was during the anti-stage oh. of her career. When but she was she, like, madhouse. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I got into a new relationship and it matters to me. It was like, I need to make time for this. Just like I nurture my businesses, I need to nurture this as well. I shut things down for two days and three days at a time. On my calendar, we now have the infamous P, which means personal days. This is a new thing. I used to feel guilty about taking personal time, but I also think I've never met someone who was worth it before. That's the key. Finding somebody who is worth it. I just, I love Rihanna's love. It makes me believe because I'm like, no, you, I always feel like I'm too busy. First of all, I got a podcast and a full-time job. It's really not that crazy. So the fact that she can find somebody and she literally has businesses. Yeah. Businesses, plural. Albums. Is what album? Coming out, allegedly. She's really annoyed with us that we're brushing it. That's another thing she spoke about in this interview. Well, who gives a shit when she's like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> shit, what was this magazine? I ain't even giving no credit. Was it Interview Mag? Yeah. The one where she had that leopard print. Yep, uh... it's Interview. <laughs> I be knowing. All right. Forever 21 is bringing back Baby Fat. I said a little bow. You, you just, just don't, don't know. know. That way I move so fast across the floor. I mean, you're running through, through my, my mind like all the time, time to the, the point where I just want to take you home. That's me. Harlem uh-huh. shaking and my baby fair. Period. Yes. Like, I need a beeper. Yes. The the Air Forces. Uh, like, I need to learn how to hilt up. I'm about I can't to get a visor with the. With you know the, how to hilt up? I feel like you can do a mean ass. I know know you can. Period. I'll be good. When I do the hill toe, right? I'll be fucking it up and then I go under my leg and clap. Ah! I can never do the hill toe. I I can do the hill toe into a circle. I can do the chicken head. Yeah, we know. (laughs) I feel like no matter what, the chicken head is your go to dance. It is. You know, one dance I I was doing that shit for like 10 years. The crip walk. I can't crip walk. My ankles be going all over the place. But I, I be getting like. My hamstring be pulling. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you fucking old. What about the Harlem Shake? Oh, I can fuck the Harlem Shake. I guy. used to fuck the Harlem My titty's too big now. I used to fuck True. the Harlem Shake, but now True. I just feel like how I look. I feel real <laughs> jiggly. Like, I move, everything's moving. Yeah, I used to, like, do hit it with a stiff one. Like, <laughs> you know, I used to like when you slow the Harlem Shake down and you look over yeah. your shoulder. And, you and just then you like... dust your shoulder off. Period. Or when you go, like, my favorite thing was, like, lifting my ah! arms up and going, like... <laughs> You yeah. fuck them up when you push your arms up. With the up. hill talk, I be having my back arched, my eyebrows raised. I could never. I used to be so mad that my friends used to do that shit on my grandma's porch, and I could not do it. I'm oh, like, get the fuck off my porch. I'm going to do 
I'm gonna do the hill toe in these fucking Nike slides just to show you I am not the one to fuck with. I know you could do the hills. I could I always do, tell. I can fuck the hill toe up and the Virginia pop up. Oh yeah, I used to be fucking the Virginia pop up. I used to be I like it like that. She working that. Yeah, the Virginia pop. How to act I used to look like sizzling bacon. Yes, and my my favorite thing with the Virginia pop is when you like start doing it real slow and you like pop 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 like bitch. Oh thing. yeah. Like when you lose the beat with it. Like, you do it to the percolator. Like that fuck what? full up. Oh, I ain't never did that to the percolator. That's you know, crazy. you never did the Virginia pop to the percolator. Back <laughs> <laughs> me going crazy and shit. You about. What? <laughs> That's why your back be hurting now. <laughs> I ain't going fast. Never in my life have I did the my- Virginia pop to the my head be bleeding. First of all, the percolator, you know that's one of my favorite songs. I fucking love the percolator. I'm the person who listens to percolator and trash. <laughs> just because that's my but like, shit. I used to do the percolator, and then I used to be like, all right, I'm going to do the Virginia pop. Like, <laughs> y'all wish y'all could have saw the transition. <laughs> like, boom, boom. But, oh, shit, I can't do that shit now. My titty's too crazy. Oh, the percolator? <laughs> <laughs> I be fucking the percolator up too. That's yes, me too. Because when you you hold it in the air, like it's time for the time for the time. You know what my favorite thing when the when the percolator going real slow when the beat ain't drop yet. And he be like, it's time for the percolator. It's time for the me percolator. too. And you be walking in the circle. You be looking at people like your you know ankles be stiff as shit. <laughs> you be going in a circle and then when the beat be like, you be like yo, I'm at my head about to pop off my fucking shoulders. And then when it go, you like twist it around. He said, it's time for the percolator. Who Who is that guy? Because he created something DJ great. Percolator, I think. You lying. <laughs> I think so. Let me see. DJ, <laughs> if you fucking made that up, I'm like, go to jail. What the hell are we talking about? Baby fat. Okay. Indeed. We were talking about baby fat. Yeah, so Forever 21 has confirmed that they're going to drop it. And I like that because, like, it's just a, co- a little collab situation right now. Um, and it's going to be something that everyone can afford, hopefully. Like, I, I would imagine Forever 21, even the most expensive stuff at Forever 21. I need to know. I hope that shit is out, like, when I get paid. And I am not too, like, proud to wear some damn Forever 21. Please. I wish somebody would try to throw some shade on Forever 21. Like, sometimes, like, their little jean jackets be annoying me because sometimes you just want to... That shit be saying, I hate Mondays on the back. Or like hashtag believe. You be like, what? Like, or it be like thug life. You be like, girl. And that is for the kids. And I have to realize that. Like, I'm it's like, not I'm for too me. fucking old and too fucking big for that. <laughs> <laughs> Most important. They be like, I live for pizza. And I'm like, see, when you big and you say or, things like, I live for pizza, it's it be not like, the pizza, same. It be like, pizza is life. Yeah. And it's like, again, you just put yourself in a row. I'm like, to me. you, but not to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking joke. <laughs> Who got pizza? But um, <laughs> the Selena collection was amazing. I got something from the Selena collection. Oh shit! What did I get? Where is it? Damn! I buy so much fucking clothes. I literally bought something and I forgot what it oh, was. Oh, you know I be wearing my Selena shirt. Like, but it's a business. it's a sweat. Like it's it's like a, a sweatshirt and it's oversized. I'm not wearing that shit now. I passed right. <laughs> I just picture you not sprawled out on Broad Street on your face. They were, oh my God. Like somebody across the street and you just be on the floor. They were like, number one Selena fan. <laughs> they were like, a 27-year-old woman had a stroke walking down. <laughs> like, no. First of all, I feel like nobody would feel bad for you. They be like, dickhead, why you got that thick-ass fleece on in the in June? It's June. You be dumb, dude. And that joint was thick as 
fuck, okay? Yeah, yeah. You better save that joint for September. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm going to you guys save it for when we go to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> we never did that before. <laughs> Bitch. We should do that this year. We should that go to would the, be. We should go to the pumpkin patch. All right, the DJ is, is Curtis Allen Jones. Alan Jones? That's the blackest name I've ever heard in my life, number one. Number two, where the fuck did you get DJ Percolator from? <laughs> and why couldn't he can create a better DJ name? <laughs> you know where I said DJ Percolator? Because I think that's what it was called when um when you torrented it <laughs> on like um what the fuck was that shit called? I'm about to say Frostbite. On, on or um Frostwire? La- I called it Frostbite. Uh, or Limewire. Oh yeah, DJ I use Frostwire. I use both of them. My computer, blow the fuck I up. I know. You be like, why my shit so hot? <laughs> you be, meanwhile, you be like, God sent me an angel <laughs> from the heavens above. Heavens above. Send me an angel to keep my broken heart. From- oh, no, I'm lying. His, his name, name is Kajamir. That's what it say. That shit came out the year we was born. So are you kidding me? That came out in 92? It's it's a C-A-J Kashmir. Okay. So anyway, he is, made a he made a masterpiece. Who the fuck is Curtis Allen Jones? <laughs> you don't just say that. Right, it's all right. No just get off. It's okay. You, it's DJ Percolator, like you said. It is. If y'all, oh, also let us know if you know the Percolator, because I feel like it's an East Coast thing. Yeah. I don't know if the people send us videos, dance to do it. Yo. <laughs> so we can put use it for Black Girl Month. Say hashtag uh, <laughs> Percolator Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Please let's do a Percolator Challenge. Let's. So- Dude, let's do this shit. It's time for the time for the time for the time for the... Mm. I know. That noise is so hard to imitate. If I could do it, though, I would be fucking unstoppable. I'll tell you that. Um, breakups and break-ins. Okay, so guess what? Hot Girl Summer is canceled. Just ah! like I said. Young Miami is pregnant Um, with producer ah! boyfriend Southside. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I was laughing when she was crying. I shouldn't have been laughing. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I feel like, I'm like, you, come on, girl. It's all right. It's really okay. Because I'm like, yo, if I like, was born and I saw a video of my mom crying, talking about me being bird, my, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. If I got pregnant right now, whether I decided to keep it or not, or whatever I decided to do with my pregnancy, I would probably cry too. <laughs> yeah, regardless. Regardless, like if I'm I, was, regardless crying. if I'm happy, if you on Earth, it's just sometimes funny to see. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. It's just like I'm like, because like, no matter how much damn. money some girls make, they still gonna be hood bitches. They and that, that was proof for me. Exactly, because I'm like, girl, you got money now. It's it's like you know. But it's just scary to think about, like like you said, JT and Jill. JT and Jill and QC is. Putting down, he like make this money, make this money, and it's like I don't know how y'all girls are doing it. What the fuck is going on at Quality Control where these bitches don't got no quality control over their uterus? Also, like we love children, right? But I feel like if I was a manager, I'd be like, so let's talk family planning because realistically, it's not the same. Y'all bitches are out here. And Cardi B is a perfect example of how just because when you have a baby, don't mean shit got to stop. Yeah, because she so, really bounced. She really bounced back. I wasn't. Seamlessly. I wasn't really worried about her. Was I? No, she was working the entire time. She's pregnant. Sometimes I say stuff on the podcast and then I. Be no, like, I think we all we both 
kept we were a little bit annoyed that oh, she the kept baby it a father. secret and the baby father, but we kept saying that like her career in women, period, who get pregnant career. Yeah, it don't are mean it's over. over. But if you already coming in the game slacking. Yeah, and it's just a challenge. Like I look at Beyonce, um, <clears throat> homecoming and her discussing like I just wanna be home with my kids. Yeah. I feel like if I became a mom, that would be my biggest challenge. Not losing the weight, not finding a babysitter, just the managing of both. Like doable, but why would you throw yourself into that challenge if you don't necessarily have to? Like I could see if you're married, it's your childbearing years, but like mm. you just like, come on. I it has to be some type of responsibility with just having kids. Like I don't give a fuck how harsh I sound. You can't just reproduce. Like mm-hmm. try to not do that. Like children are not accessories. Mm-hmm. As much like just try. Just try. Everyone try. Oh <sighs> So Hot Girl Summer is um on a hiatus. It's because y'all just don't. It's just y'all falling in love. Y'all having babies. You, you're dating. You. It's just but, y'all don't know how to act. So warm woman summer, right? Um yeah, warm woman summer. Or is it summer? Is summer <laughs> is back. Just summer. Hot Girl Summer is a little... It's under construction. I feel like the only person doing Hot Girl Summer the way they're supposed to is fucking Wendy Williams. <laughs> Period. Like we said, the twist of that, the century. That is definitely the twist of the century. Y'all bitches don't have y'all mind right. Wendy Williams, she's on her hot girl shit. She's on her hot... She said, real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> okay? All right? Ask the she, audience. Oh, my gosh. She said, feel it, feel it, feel it. <laughs> so, I didn't know Wendy Williams was 54. I don't know why I keep thinking about earlier. I was reading this out loud. And I was like, the, the daytime talk show host 54. My mom was like, who 54? Black China? And we were like, what are you talking about? That shit is scary. If Black China was 54? Like, girl. That's fucking spooky. Please stop. So, you know, Wendy has been spotted out with a new thing. He's actually... He's actually handsome. He's 27-year-old. Um, apparently, he's a convicted felon. I don't know why that matters. Like, what he <laughs> did is wasn't even that crazy. His name is Mark. What he do? He, like, did something, like, armed robbery. Like, uh, not that that's, like, I'm just saying. Like, long as he not know, no, long as it's not a sex crime, harassment. Yeah, yeah just, like, robbing niggas. Yeah, like, that's robbing, fine. fraud. It's like, you don't know what that young man was going through at the it's time. Because if he's only 27 now and it happened in, like, 2010, he could have been, like, 17. 27? Oh, my gosh. He fucking... But here's the he real... about to beat the bricks off that old bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I just heard something. <laughs> I just heard Wendy Williams' sex voice, and I want it going out of my head. You like that, darling? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> huh? You heading that right, huh? Is that what you like? Yeah. I feel like her shit not tight. <laughs> you like this pussy, huh? Uh, Let's ask the audience. Hot topics. I just taste soup all of a sudden. Like, all of a, after you said that, I start tasting, like, Campbell's chicken noodle soup from, like, childhood. <laughs> and if he said, I need a man. If he said, like... It's like, sorry, darling, I'm a little dry. Just get, you know, just get a little, <laughs> just get a little lube. 
spit on it. Wet it up a little. <laughs> Wet her up. Right? We're adults, right? Huh? Just gets dry sometimes. This happens when you're an older woman. <laughs> uh, again, now I'm tasting Chef Weirdy. We have to stop talking about Wendy Williams' sex life, and I'm not ever talking about it again. Anyway, where do we go from here? Let's just move on. I'm, I'm back to hot topics. I'm okay with immediately just cutting this subject off. She's dating. She's happy. Voila. I'm happy. I'm happy she's moved on. And I love Wendy Williams. I do. Because I like that she said, I would ask you to respect my privacy, but I don't respect anyone else's. I'm like, us. Like, a brunch be like... <laughs> Yeah, I was because if y'all motherfuckers try to get too much in my business, I'm like a snapping. But I'm asking all the questions. I was laughing because Juliana Rancic said the same thing back in the day. Like, she's like, I mean, if you can't take the heat, stay out the kitchen. She's like, I can't, like, report on everybody else's gossip and then get mad when they talk about my life and my relationship. I'm like, true. Good understanding to have. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. Some days you're the dog, some days you're the hydrant. <laughs> true. All right. <clears throat> Moving on into the sunken place. Wait, sorry. People are screaming outside. <laughs> What's new? Again, crying. <laughs> but uh, so in the sunken place, uh, we don't know if any of you guys have seen Ava DuVernay's um, series on Netflix. When they see us, if you haven't, this is not going to be a spoiler. Um, I had a chance to watch it. Shout out to Rel for you know telling me to watch it. It was hard to get through, but I always say to myself. You know, it's, it's hard for me to watch, but it was harder for them to go through. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the correct mental space, I highly suggest you watch it because you learn so much. Even if you think you know about the Central Five, this doc, these, this series is going to give you so much more. Because I thought I knew everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need to watch it. Like, I heard the tapes. I listened to But I learned so much more. And it was beautifully shot because it's Ava and the actors did amazing. Like, I'm drawing a blank. What's the guy's name that's on uh, Moonlight? Jerome... Jerome Jarrell, what is it? Yeah, it's oh. uh, he see. played Corey Wise. Yeah, I know, he's, I know who you're talking about. I follow yeah. him on Instagram. Let me see. Jerome, damn it, you're gonna find it because I can't type into it at the same time. Because it is, let me see. But um, anyway, he did a fucking fantastic. Yeah, if you don't know, the Central Five are Central Park Five. Yeah, the Central Park Five are five were five innocent young men who were coerced into false um, confessions about raping a jogger. Right, so someone did brutalize and beat this woman, and it was very unfortunate what they did to her because she's still suffering. And I feel like she gets so lost in this story. Nobody talks about her and the damage. It's like she's just like this art, like this piece. The side piece to the story because every, every part of it is so unfortunate. But, you know, she was brutalized. These boys were in the park that night, uh, apparently stirring up trouble. Apparently. I say that because white people's definition of trouble and ours is different. Like, busting, busting on white people in the park and, like, fucking with them is not bullying to me. Mm. But to them, that's worth calling the police over. So apparently they were, like, flash mobbing through the park and somehow they were brought into the police station and charged with this brutal 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 rape and murder apparently they were like denied food water some of them were not legally allowed to be questioned without their parents 
Uh, the one guy, Corey Wise, was, wasn't even supposed to be there. He just went there to be support his friends, and he ended up doing the longest, most brutal sentence and Rikers, which we all know is fucking terrible. Yeah, okay. horrible. So who we really, really want to put in a sunken place, though, is Li- Linda uh, Farstein, who was the fucking prosecutor in all of this. And she was played by Felicity Hoffman. And, like, come on, it's a, it's a series, so not everything is going to be historically accurate. And that mm-hmm. goes to for any biopic, whatever the fuck the case is. I'm sure Malcolm X, everything, he didn't say everything in a Malcolm X movie. I'm 100% sure. And he wasn't dark-skinned. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, of things that you just have to, like, know that it may not be, cor- like, correct. But the point is for it to capture the person's essence. Mm-hmm. And the essence that Felicity Hoffman portrayed was that this woman just wanted them to go down. Like, she said... That's who did it. So because she had her eyes pinned on these young men, she pieced together a story. The detectives coerced the confession, and that was it. And had they just looked a little bit harder, the guy who really did it was caught for a bunch of serial rapes that matched this one too. Any great prosecutor would have been able to been like, wait a second, that's a pattern. We have DNA. Let's test it. He admitted to this. He might have admitted to those, but she did not do that because she was so fucking focused on pinning it on these boys without any DNA proof. And what's so fucked up is not only that they wasted their life going to jail for this and had the ugly reputation as rapists, Mm -hmm. but now that it's over, she's choosing to defend herself because she's losing opportunities about this and still maintains that those boys did it. They're men now. And that's disgusting that, like, black um, kids never really get a chance to be kids, especially boys. They never get a chance to, like, have any type of innocence because, um, like you said, they were being coerced into... I didn't watch the... Uh, when they see us, I watched the documentary, like, previous to that. Um, and I just remember them just saying whatever, just to get out. They wanted yeah. to just get out. And, like, as a kid, you, like, you see an adult and they're telling you to, like, say this thing. And you're like, well... You don't, you're, you're, um, what you know from, like, right from wrong is very, like, I guess, scarce. Like, you don't know And you trust adults. Yeah, you trust adults. You trust adults. Like, I feel like the kids, like, my little cousins and stuff definitely don't trust adults that much. But I don't know if they weren't around adults and adults were, like, abusing their power Mm -hmm. and scaring them. They might say whatever around that adult just to get away from them. Mm -hmm. And, like... The, the boys were saying they were being hit. They didn't even know what rape was, but they were admitting to it. They didn't even know each other. Some of them didn't. I think that's a big uh, misconception is that they were all friends before this when really the only ones who were friends were, I think, Yusuf and Corey. Like, other than that, they didn't even know each other. So when they were like, didn't Raymond do it? He's like, who's Raymond? Like, they don't even know each other. But they're being forced to snitch and tell on each other. And it's just insane because this woman orchestrated it. And you choose to talk about how you're not a villain and you're not this and you're not that. When you got to reap the benefits of being this awesome prosecutor, working with Law & Order SVU, being uh, admired by Glamour Magazine. Mm -hmm. And what were they doing this time? Having to register as sex offenders when they were not. What was Corey doing? Having to fight grown-ass men in Rikers. So you really, really want us to feel sorry for your white 
flabby, translucent <laughs> ass, go to fucking hell. Like, ain't nobody feeling sorry for I you. I don't understand, like, how she was able to live with herself. Because she believes that they're wrong. And that's why I like that Ava said, I'm not naming the Central Park Five. I want them to say, I wanted to say when they see us. Because when they see us, them meaning these people who have been groomed into these racist beliefs from just childhood, when they see us, know that it's not anything kind. Know mm-hmm. that that's their true belief, that mm-hmm. they're right. We are just evil. We're nasty. We're wrong. We're not, we could never just be kids playing in the park with our pals. We could never be boys just being boys, ever, ever, ever. We always have to be malicious. And like, even though they have won the largest settlement in New York history, she still maintains that I always said there was a sixth accomplice. No, the person who admitted it was not the sixth guy who did it. He was the only one, and they were innocent because you were wrong. So the state of New York has granted them over $40 million, right? Which is not enough money. I mean, it's not... for the they, lifetime. They have to split? Yeah. They, oh, no, that's not a lot. I it's not enough money. And admit. they keep awarding them more and more. But <laughs> so the, the, the state believes that. And then it was just so much that she lied about. She's like, well, you think if we would have questioned, like, kids who are underage, that it wouldn't have came back? It's like, girl, there are, there are plenty of other lawyers who can confirm that this is the truth. And also, like, what about the, the DNA? Like, the DNA, the, when the DNA didn't match, her thing was, oh, it was the sixth person. It was the sixth person. I always said that. It was just somebody else. So that's why they were charged as accomplices. And like They were nowhere the, near and the, the site. Vi- and the victim said it was only one person, or she don't remember. She don't remember because she has had so much damage, so much damage to her, like, brain. And she had her career stolen from her. This was, like, a yeah, well-accomplished true. woman who was on Wall Street. And it's like you wanted to protect her so bad that you let her rapist go out and kill another pregnant woman in front of her <gasps> children. So how could you really, really care about this woman or any woman? Because had you been on track, you would have actually been able to stop the right person. He went on to rape other women and kill a pregnant woman in front of her children. That's a sick motherfucker. He was sick. He's a sociopath. That he was sick indeed. But you guys couldn't put two and two together when the patterns matched. So fuck you, Linda. And every other detective. I heard one of the detectives just died from cancer at 71 who was part of it. Um, he lives way too long. The woman, what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal played another one of the attorneys. Uh, she did a damn good job too. But she, I, I love yeah, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's a great actress. But um, I love her name too. Maggie Gyllenhaal really rolls off the tongue. No, that's my um sister in law. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot we was related to her. Yeah. But um, yeah. So shouts to Ava, man. It's just everything she touches turns to gold. And I love the fact that she's not like a spring chicken. Like she's a seasoned woman. Yeah, absolutely. That gives me hope as somebody who liked it do film oh my gosh yeah and it's like her greatest work is yet to come it's just wow these these everybody did a great job but again Jarrell Jerome I'm just like I'm nervous because I know his future is is like like his roles have been so crazy good and so deep yeah how you just come on the scene doing this deep ass shit like I feel like if I came in the scene I would start off like (laughs) on Blue's Clues or something and then I'd be like please take me seriously like he literally came on the scene in Moonlight 
And he was so good. And, it was and now he's doing this. And it's just, I can't wait till you watch it because you're going to be so impressed. Highly recommend. We didn't ruin anything to you because it's a true story. Yeah, I was about to say, there's no spoilers. Yes, no spoilers here. All right. Now we're moving on in to common sense. It's common sense. It's common sense. It's common sense. It's common sense. Oh, wow. We should. Oh, Eric. We got to make him uh create that sound effect. Oh, yeah. Eric. Eric, create that. Um, So this week, for common sense, we just kind of want to talk about being too positive because yeah. it's really annoying. Like, I'm not talking so. about, like, let's look on the bright side. Let's have the glass half full. Let's feed our subconscious positive thoughts. You would have to be crazy to believe that that's what we mean here. No. no, we don't mean that. We're not talking about the healthy amount of positivity. We're talking about people who are irrationally positive because I don't think that they really believe it. No. I really don't. No. Like, the other day, and, like, this is, like, not even a drag. It's just I disagree. <laughs> um, So I was, like, talking about how I don't forgive people easily. That is my truth. Mm-hmm. That is my truth, and I do not think that that is a flaw yeah. because – if I worked, if I worked on it and really focused on, oh, let me forgive people, even though I don't think that I necessarily need to forgive people who wrong, who did me wrong, I would be lying to myself for performing, and I don't think that I need to live life that way. Like yeah. I just need to live life being honest. Not saying I'm not working on things, but I know for a fact that if you cheated on me, I'm never going to really like you. I may forgive you, but Mm -hmm. I will never like you again. If you did something shady, in my heart, I know every time I look at you, I would feel some type of way. So I'm not going to lie and say that like... It's best to just move on. Well, know why? Because some people, they want to say, oh, no, I forgive you, not because they really do, but because they want to pat on the back from other people. Like, what? she's such a big person for moving on and being great. I don't need that shit from you. I don't give a fuck what you think. This is my relationship with this person, and if I don't want to be involved with them, I don't want to be involved Mm -hmm. with them. So without all that context, I just said I don't forgive easily on Twitter. And this boy was like, you know, that one who doesn't forgive, some type of proverb. And I was like, well. Stick that proverb up your asshole. How about this? You can forgive whoever you want to, but I just have a question for you. Do you really forgive them? Like, do you really forgive? No. I have a hard time believing that a lot of y'all be forgiven. Exactly, because, like, me, personally, I know I said that I had finally forgiven my ex. But I feel like I cannot be in his presence because, yes, I got that off my chest. I said I forgive him. But sometimes I still be thinking about it. And I'm like, if I was, like, even, like, friends with him or, was like, if we got back together, I would still be thinking about that shit. Yeah, it's like... I know the type of nigger you are. Like, yeah. it's like that type I of situation. You. I see the type of nigger you are. And I just, I don't feel like you have to uh, package everything up so pretty sometimes. I think that's just against human nature, like, to to want to be positive all the time. It's really freaky. It's, it is now, freaky. Because also, like, I learned this from my um, therapist. Is like, happiness is like, it's not a... I think it's, like, it's not a destination. It's, like, happiness is not, like, some people are like, happiness is, the goal is to be happy. It's, like, yeah, but that's not realistic. Like, (laughs) you're not going to be happy all the time. No. And that's okay. And it's okay to not be okay. And I I would rather focus on how I feel. 
I don't focus on what I should be feeling, what people would prefer me to feel, mm-hmm. how I would be better received if I were just, no. The goal is how do I feel right now? Mm-hmm. Right now I feel irritated as fuck. If you don't like that, then you need to stay away from me right exactly. now. Because may, while I may not be a whole negative Nelly about it, I'm damn sure not going to pretend I'm happy for you mm-hmm. because that is performance art. Again, like a lot of y'all are performing. Like put these <laughs> quotes out and something like that, and you're not working on yourself for no. real. You don't have to be positive all the time. And I do get that some people have different levels of like what pisses them off. Like yeah. me, I'm sensitive. I'm happy very easily. Also irritated very easily. Uh, I'm empathetic, so I can be sad very easily. But for some people, like Lil Yachty, I always think about him saying he's always happy. Yeah. I think that that's very organic. I think that he is a person that's truly always happy. God, I wish that was me. And it's just not me. That's not who I am. And I don't think that I should have to feel like a negative Nelly for not being happy all the time. Yeah, because I feel like, especially me, like a lot of people think that I'm always happy. And I'm like... That's like it's uh, it's kind of uncomfortable because then somebody else will be in a bad mood and then I'm like oh I can't be in a bad mood too damn let me go dig a smile out of my asshole like <laughs> 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 and on top of that I just feel like um we we think of especially when women are like angry mm-hmm. it's like oh such a bitch yeah or like oh such a bitch must be that time of the month. Yeah, it's like, um, no, you just did something to irritate me. And I don't mean I fly off the handles, but like I'm gonna be real about it. I'm yeah. just gonna I just feel like handling conflict is so natural. Like animals have conflicts with each other, um, and they sort it out, you move on. Just because you have a conflict doesn't mean it has to be like the end of the world. Like I remember I was like in an argument with this guy, and he was just talking about the key to everything is positivity. Oh, God. I'm like, what the fuck Suck is that? Suck my fucking ass, how bro. To, how to, what? How is the key to me being upset with you <laughs> because you did something wrong? Positivity. <laughs> People I positively just say, do not believe you're bringing Steve this shit Harvey up right That's Steve Harvey ass advice. But, how, but like, and when I ask, I'm like, how? How is that <laughs> You cannot do if you if everything was about positivity, you wouldn't have done nothing negative to piss me off. Like yeah, you fucking dick wipe. <laughs> like I just I do not get it. Like these inspirational quote like vibes and affirmations and everything will be happy. My teacher told me something. Well, my old one of my former high school teachers was telling me that like affirmations are so important because what you say to yourself, you know, the body won't go or the mind won't push it type of thing. I believe that that is true, but as a realist, I don't necessarily agree with all of that. Yeah. I believe as a realist, it's okay for me to say that shit irritated me, but it's all right. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. Like, it's not like that shit irritated me. I'm done for the day. Exactly. I'm going to push through. And I also, that pissed me off. Exactly. And I also hate when, like, like I'm a sensitive person too, and I hate when, like, people think, like, oh, I'm not going to do this because. Uh, to her because she's gonna fall apart if this happened. Like I am so used to people fucking hurt my feelings that I'm like, all right, it's gonna hurt for a while. Then I'm gonna shake it off on my own terms. Exactly. I don't need you to fucking throw a quote on me as as soon as the moment I get my feelings hurt. No, seriously. Like I remember when I had my first heartbreak, 
really. It was really, really hard for me. And it was definitely something I wouldn't give a shit about at this age. But I was in high school, and I didn't know. It was a guy who looked like Seal. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, he, like, did something that really, really <laughs> hurt my feelings, right? <laughs> and I remember I tried to listen to Mary J. Blige just fine, right? And as <laughs> soon as I listened to it, I turned it off because I'm like, actually, nothing is just fine. It's like really not. It feels very unnatural to listen to that right now. Yeah, that shit weird. Like it's just not. It's not just fine. And why do I have to process something and make it fit, even though it doesn't, just so I can seem happy because people prefer happy people? It's like sorry that me not being happy right now is a burden, but this is how I feel, and I'm not going to break myself down anymore just to make you happy. Yeah, that's not natural. It's not natural. It's not. Not for me. So I just, oh my God. It, I'm like, people on the internet really kill me with it. Like, you gotta forgive. You gotta forgive. You gotta no. shut the fuck up. I don't have to do anything. Absolutely not. I don't have to forgive anybody. You're all going to jail. I don't have to forgive or understand certain people. And yeah, that's your problem. Like, y'all forgive and y'all understand and too much. And the thing is, you can forgive some people, but you don't mean you gotta invite them back in. You yeah. can be like, at a distance and again i always think people think when i say i do not forgive that looks like me sitting in my room making a voodoo doll like that's not what it means that used to be me i do not forgive does not mean when i like i see you on uh instagram my i get this feeling in my heart something it might mean that for some people Mm -hmm. and it has meant that and that's when I knew I needed to, okay, I need to process this a different way. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, it just means I do not fuck with you and I'm 100% with putting you in a do not open box in my mind mm-hmm. and just not talk to That yeah. is natural for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it may not be natural for you, and that's why you need to handle things differently. But how dare you sit up there and tell me that, like, oh, I'm going to – I'm. I'm drinking the poison and watching my enemies. Not all the time. Not yeah. all the time. That is it's not the case. Not all the time. I know for me, with my and I'm slowly like shedding the uh, layers of that. But like, I felt like in that situation that I was kind of like drinking the poison and trying to watch the other person suffer. And then when I said, "Oh, I forgive you," it went away. But some people, I'm like, it's not. It's best that I just, you know. I mean, I put felt, you in a corner. I felt that way before, like with that person in my life, where I had yeah. to reach out to them and talk it through. I yeah. definitely felt like but I was, don't. Everybody don't deserve no. that to be like, that. Was the, <laughs> that was the first time in my life where I did something like that, and I can't think of another time where I felt like, oh my gosh, me not forgiving this person is really eating away at me. I'm not saying that's impossible to feel. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't usually feel that way. But when I do, I know it's time to handle it differently. But for the most part, it's, no, I don't. This false sense of positivity gets under my skin. Oh, we are sisters. We're cheetah, the Cheetah Girl song. <laughs> it's like, no, can you chill? And another thing that bothers me <laughs> is like, people. Uh, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. People being like, we are sisters. We are black queens. We That type of positivity don't mean shit to me if you're not going to include other people. Period. And a lot of y'all do not include other people. Absolutely not. I'll see somebody who I know is problematic sit up there and try to be like, yes, black queen. I'm like, but you don't like, you don't support trans women. Yeah. So how are you going to sit up there and say, yes, black queen, 
to this person when you know you Disgusting. want. I don't like false positivity. Yeah. I don't want to be part of it. And that, that makes me look negative. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, that's not real positivity. But because in my mind, if it's not inclusive, it's not right. So I'm like, I don't want to do it. Ding, 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 ding. Like, sorry. And this is why, again, I want people to know, like, yes, I'm kind. Yes, I'm positive. But if there's some bullshit, just like the woman... Like that young lady who was cut off for her speech. Mm-hmm. I will decide, hey, I know it might be a consequence for me saying this, but this is how I feel. And yep. it means more for me to say it because now I get to stand up for these people versus just being fake positive with you, mm-hmm. living in the fuck la-la land. No. No, thank you. Yep. So, yeah, that's that on that. Um, Please stop it with these fucking fortune cookie quotes every time. <laughs> every time. You just stop. fake, deep-headed niggas. It's just not real. It's just not real. It's not. It's not realistic. Free yourself and be be a little angry sometimes. Like, yeah. damn, y'all never want to listen to like "Fighter" by Christina Aguilera or like just, "Smack like, a Bitch" by Rico Nasty. <sighs> yes, y'all never just like want to smack somebody. Like, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? Lies, lies, and it's so you funny. Know, Invader Zim said it. <laughs> oh, like, lies. Also, it's kind of funny, like, in a society that, like, loves, like, Game of Thrones, loves, like, fucking Call of Duty, Walking Dead, all this violent shit, because it feels good sometimes just to be like, yes, that is fake, that is gross, but it just feels good. I'm like, so that type of negativity is okay, (laughs) but, like, raw human emotion is not, like, I'm sorry, what? Weird. Very strange. Very peculiar. (laughs) But, um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our, um... Our show, we're two years old. Da-da-da. Terrible two. We acting up. Terrible two. Acting uh-huh. up, but, but like not a lot acting up, you know. Uh-huh. You're so good at that. Uh-huh. That, yeah. I know. I think it's really just, like, Spice Adams really is me a little bit. Like, I really be trying to do it. He's the it, funniest person. Yeah. I swear to God. Yes, come on, Black Pepper, Spice Adams. Oh, my God. No, first of all, we would be out of control <laughs> laughing. Eric would have to like take put the mics on the other side of the room because we'd be laughing so, so loud. But um, yeah, shouts to you all for supporting us. Yes, thank you. Every single week we run to say the same thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please continue to leave us the Black Girl Brunch ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yes, and give me a kiss. <laughs> huh? That's weird. Remember what I, we just talked about about positivity and how it can be creepy? That was it. Why did you say that? Because I want the Black Girl Brunch listeners. Give me a kiss. Um, also, be sure to uh, <laughs> hit us up on um, our Black Girl Brunch Gmail account at Black Girl Brunch. our Gmail account. Our, I mean, our email at BlackGirlBrunch at gmail.com. I felt 47 years old just then. Hit us up on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, Instagram, Black Girl Brunch. And me, you can hit me up on Instagram at Iman Mate and on Twitter at It's Mate. Sabria. And it's Frankenfem on Instagram, Frankenfem uh, underscore on Twitter. Damn, I thought you was going to do it just flawlessly. I was about to say, it took two years, but you did it. <laughs> no. Wow. You'll never get that out of me, baby. Still flop. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Yeah, guys. And also, continue to use the hashtag 
Hot girl healing. <laughs> yes, hot girl healing. And also percolator challenge. Please, y'all. y'all and also Rex send us that video. Yeah, like, you don't it's do, a lot we requesting. But I know. I'm going to add also, like, do the hiccup <laughs> challenge. But um, if you do the percolator challenge, like, don't be shy. Like, get wild the fuck up. Get loosey goosey with legs it. open. I want to see legs looking like noodles. Like, <laughs> I want to see everybody's legs going nuts. <laughs> Yeah, so that about ends it for this week's show. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Peace.